Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Oh my gosh, your your voice hasn't changed yet, Andy, from 1991. Oh, James, your voice got so deep, this isn't you. Uh, I want to talk to nine-year-old James. This is nine-year-old James putting on old James' voice. Oh, that's bullshit. Oh! Oh my god. Someone's going to wash my mouth out. I'm going to tell dad. I'm tell dad. Hey, 1991 Drew. Yeah. What's up? Hey, have you seen these two girls? They were, they were just going to blow me in this treehouse. <laughs> That's so crazy. Can, can, your, can your little eight-year-old dick even get up? No, but it would have been cool. Yeah, it would have been so soft. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is the most awkward improv session I've ever been a part of. Who's this old man? <laughs> oh, it's just me, James. Hey, hey, whoa, we got a new friend. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, it's just four, four, nine, eight, nine-year-olds. Oh, hey, God, yeah. we got to get out of this. We got to we gotta end this. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh. Oh, God, I got to end it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you decide to uh, and scene. <laughs> you're like Michael Scott. You just die in every improv scene. Uh, that would be amazing. To just like do the like go into an improv scene. <laughs> scene. <laughs> oh man, yeah, uh, that was beautiful. Yeah, we're we're here for 1991 what? songs. We got the homie Biff, Ben Sentar. I'm wearing a lot of orange. So much oh, orange. Yeah. It's like he's still in pumpkin season. Okay. I, I am a pumpkin. It's I'm kind of still pumpkin season. No, you're more like a sweet potato. That's right. That's right. That's Which, what... speaking of November, it's November now, so put up the skeleton. If you don't, to your house, I'll be rushing like Boris Yeltsin. I'll be at your nuts like a doc saying turn and cough, wiping weird-looking shit off your head like Gorbachev. Enough with Soviet <laughs> political rhymes. Let's go Mike Jack and remember the times. 1991, phrase the term going postal. Internet was made available and now media all social. Walking into elementary with a Walkman made you legit. You ain't heard that new John Tesh, then you ain't shit. You were running the schoolyard with your one tape in deck. Then one kid rolled up with his SNES looking like Preston Waters and blank check. Future shit. After 1990, we was really all trying to be left home alone. Put on some hammer pants and call your homies on the phone. We was kids saying, fuck it. Running off the walls, catching balls like Kirby Puckett. The quicker picker upper jingle hit the tube. 
NKOTB was the Super Bowl halftime show and I grew pubes. Not sure what one has to do with the other as I see your head shaking. But Red Fox had a heart attack and people were around really thought he was faking. Shit was crazy back in 91. But I know one thing, I sure had fun. I mean, Street Fighter 2 released in arcades. Sonic was released. 91 was the shit for games. Nickelodeon released Ren and Stimpy, Rugrats, and Doug. But how was the music, you say, with a shrug? Well, hold on to your vaginas and dongs. Because Draft <laughs> Pod and Benny about to draft some songs. Oh, shit. God damn. You're, you're an absolute poet at this point, Andy. Hey, man. The pubes thing that just uh, <laughs> I got me. I like how seamless it was though. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, did, I did a couple or anything uh, like that. Yeah, I, I was trying to um, appeal to Drew with a a couple Soviet Union jokes up front. <laughs> I know he would appreciate that. Yeah, yeah big big yeah, Soviet yeah. Union guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's good. Hold on to your vaginas and dongs. Hammering the sickle, you know. Yo, I just want to make sure I include everybody. Yeah. I like that. Unless I, those people that are like don't have either, like they're hanging out listening to us. Um, which by all means, like that's awesome. But like what do you have Alan, if you don't have a like vagina Alan or a dog? Dogma? Like he's just exactly. like smooth like a little like, yeah. smooth like Kendall? Yeah, yeah, like a like a real life mannequin. Hold on to your skin surface. Yeah. Hold on to your gooch. Do you have a gooch though? If you don't have, maybe you don't. Hold on to your taint. You still have a taint though, right? I mean, it's just there's nothing between the. How do you poop if you don't have a hole? But where does well, the taint who, whoever end? said anything about the hole? Question. What? Yeah, the, the, I mean, I feel like the hole's still there. Yeah, you. We're talking about penises and vaginas, and now you are all of a sudden saying they don't have an asshole either. Yeah, what about not, pee? We're not talking mystique butts. Does it come <laughs> out of the butt if it's pee? I mean, if you have Taco Bell, yeah. There's probably a small pin-sized hole somewhere. <laughs> well, instead, of, oh, instead, okay. of coming out, instead of coming out of the urethra, you sweat out the pee. Yeah, there you go. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's horrifying. Hey, <laughs> if you're sweating out pee, come on over to my house. I just want to lick your arm and see what's up. Oh, my gosh. You're working out, and you're like, oh, God, I had a spare Ammonia. We're like 240 episodes in, and I learn more and more about Andy every episode. <laughs> So does the FBI agent watching uh, this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's he's, fair. He's really in the pee. Well, no, nah, I just, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm not really into it, but I'm fascinated by it. And I study it, is, it is a fun science experiment. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so yeah, 1991 songs. Um, me and James were both uh, nine. Um, and I'm guessing Drew and Ben were both eight. Yeah. That would yeah. Have, is that right? Seven, so eight. look, man, we were listening to songs at this point. Um, you know, we were listening to music, actually catching stuff on the radio, checking shit out on party hits, you know, those compilation tapes, mm-hmm. um, you know, run into the radio. Maybe at this point, maybe we're a year or two away. Uh, from running to the radio, hit and play button. and record at the same time. Yep. Yeah. Or pause, um, record and play, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so, like, uh, yeah, 91 music was, uh, you know, uh, it was very prevalent in our lives because we were alive. Yeah. Yeah, 
I feel like this was probably like Drew said, this was probably like the first year that I really was like paying attention to music on the radio and shit. I think that's fair. Like vividly yeah. remembering. Cause yeah. like even 1990, it was like, I love these jams, but I don't know when I started loving them. Cause you know, at that point, like at eight year old, eight years old, you're just into like playing outside in the woods and shit. Yeah. Your favorite sound yeah. is like a bat hitting a tree stump. Like that's what you love. A bat yeah, hitting a tree just stump? Just any, any, any sound like a stick banging on something. That's what kids liked. That was yeah. music to my ears up until nine when I found I music. really like the sound of shattered glass when you throw a rocket or driving by a car. Well, I mean, there you go, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I grew it's up similar. and then turned 10. You know, but uh, no, actually, I was. Uh, super but that into, was like, 1992. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was super into matches lighting. Like in '91, actually, this is this is legit. In '91 is the year that um, I got caught um, by my mom um, taking packs of 500 matches underneath our stairs because we lived in this this double wide trailer thing. And there were stairs, but there was an underneath it. Um, and I just sat underneath, um, literally just lighting matches, like all 500 of them. Are you this a true story? Like, did you kill? Like, when you watched Randy Orton burn the Fiend's house, mm -hmm. you were like, memories. <laughs> I was just kind of obsessed with fire as a kid. I don't know. I feel like like all kids were, though, right? Yeah, I mean, I had I had like a fire thing. I I think I I mean I I loved uh, I know I loved fireworks as I got older, like in my teenage years and like early yeah. early double digit years. You know. Yeah, I know. You know, I know. We know. See, I guess, I guess for me, like my parents. <laughs> My, uh, Andy, point to more of your scars for the podcast. Great <laughs> yeah. for this audio format. <laughs> my, par my parents were smart because they turned my fascination into a chore that I had to do every day by burning the trash. And uh, oh, there wow. you go. That makes sense. So then it was like, now I don't even like fire because now it's like, oh, you gotta go do the trash. <laughs> You yeah, had to, no, it I, means hobos. Yeah. yeah. You, had I mean, to yeah. Burn you can only trash. burn so many hobos every single day to, to get a dollar for your allowance to be like, all right, this isn't even fun anymore. <laughs> I know. Not, not like it used to be when I was six. Uh, but I got to save up $20, so 20 hobos it is. Uh, that was Drew's music up until he turned nine. <laughs> <laughs> Screams of hobos. <laughs> I couldn't find it on Spotify, so uh, <laughs> I went down to the local. Sounds I'm thankful game. for. Like, uh, you just like for me? these kids these days can just put in Spotify <laughs> transient screams and be satisfied, <laughs> but not me. Got to do it the old-fashioned way. Uh, back right, in my day, I'd have to burn. <laughs> back in my day, I'd have to burn ten hobos just to get those sounds. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I found oh, when yeah. you did three at once, it made a it made a very nice harmonizing. Yeah, when they would sound. harmonize, that was nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I like these kids these days. These kids these guys days can just go to jabroniu dot com and find all these great shows on the podcast network. Like, yeah, go well, to go to www.hoboscreams.com to hear the Hobo Screams podcast, our number one show on the Jabroni U network. <laughs> tune in, tune in every week to Biff Radio to hear the to hear his favorite hobo screams. <laughs> hey, and guess what, guys? We'll be playing our favorite hobo screams on on the podcast this week, as we will be his special guest. How about uh, it? Last week, he had Daniel, who also has a great show, mm-hmm. and uh, he doesn't talk about transient screams so much, but he just talks about, uh, you know, New, J- New Japan Pro Wrestling, yeah. but he'll be going over the Power Struggle card soon, and you, <laughs> why did we ever meet? He's, Wes sometimes interviews people who plays Hobo Screaming. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I see. Yeah. They, they're light in the There's matches, big. There's you know? big money in that. These yeah, days, like yeah, the fake, is. fake yeah. hobo screams. If you're real good at it, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's all on the iPads these days. Yeah. <laughs> if you're really good, you never know when they're faking. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Exactly. Yeah. Similar to sex yeah. in a way. Garage band has to just go to the yeah. hobo scream section mm-hmm. right after the bass. <laughs> um, fake <laughs> orgasm, fake hobo screams. Tell. They yeah. they make your playlist swell with. Uh, mm-hmm. Hobo, Hobo screams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's jabroniu.com. Hobos, but we do have a beat. There's a beat behind our Hobo screams. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's house, melodic so. Hobo yeah, screaming. Right. Yeah, we don't yeah. just like drop just regular Hobo screams that you're used to. You yeah. know, like. It'll be like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> you know? When you auto tune a hobo scream, it's just it's magic. I know it's beautiful. Oh, it's man. beautiful. Fucking T Pain, yeah. one of the one of the greatest auto tuning hobo screamers of all time. Oh, and don't forget to jabro- go to jabroniu.com. Wait, no. Yeah. Wait. What are you, Ashley? Are you questioning redlist.com? Oh my god! And get a picture of a hobo's face screaming <laughs> on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Biff Radio. It's, 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 it's got to be your bull. It's the brand new Biff logo. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Now we're that we're done with hobos screaming. Uh, ben, you got first pick. I can't imagine why oh, the show isn't bigger. What? Holy shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Andy, uh, you got number two. Aha, uh-huh, because I'm the shit. Drew, you got number three because you're the diarrhea. And uh, James rounds it out again. This is my second or third time as the last pick in like three drafts or two. Yeah, you took a number four. (laughs) That's masturbating, peeing, shitting, and diarrheaing all at the same time. Hell yeah. Multitasker. Not coming, but just masturbating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to hold that. Although, as soon as you shit, you can't do anything to hold back. That wall's getting painted. <laughs> oh my god! What is happening? Uh, All right, Ben. Uh, you on the block yet? Or what's now the that we here? now that we warmed him up, Ben. <laughs> now you other podcasts have to be on this. And I, I do want to Christmas. I don't know if we've said, and 
I know Andy's rap was super clear, but we're doing the best songs of 1991. <laughs> our 1991 mixtape as a, our 30 year anniversary tour continues. Absolutely. There's a lot of pressure with this. Like being number one, like it's a lot of pressure. I feel like I'm, Oh man. Like I feel like no matter what I do, I'm going to immediately second guess myself, but that's mm. the nature of my life and existence. Um, there it is. There's a tough spot to be in. It is. And also then like, I don't get another pick for, Oh, okay. So, you know, I, I feel that I feel it's the clarity is coming. The number one pick. It's a song that I still, and I have said on numerous podcasts, both I believe in this podcast in my podcast, other podcasts, it is from the greatest, greatest, the greatest hip hop compilation of people of all time. It is my favorite hip hop song of all time. And I think it is very much in the conversation for the greatest hip hop song of all time. So please give me from a tribe, a tribe, a tribe called quest scenario. Okay. Okay. All right. I like it. Immediately regret that. No, I don't. It's a great song. No, you shouldn't regret it. Um, no, it would have been my first round pick if it had fallen to me. I had I had it as my second, so yeah. I mean, it's like you can't listen to this song and be in a bad mood. It just it's one of those evergreen songs for me. Like I, there are songs I absolutely love. That like okay, like maybe I've listened to a couple times, and it, like this is not one of those songs. I just like starts, I end it. I will sit in my car and listen to it all. Oh yeah. I'm the same way. The the beat of this song and everything about it, just musically, it's it's music to my ears. The music video was fire too, where it was like a yeah. game. Uh, it introduced the world to Busta Rhymes, um, which is crazy to think about. Um, and then you have like lines like "Bono's this, Bono's that," and like, yeah, shit's fire. Hell yeah, dude! Great pick. Love it. Damn. Off the Shit. low end theory. Low end yes. theory, that's right. One of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. And um, another fact came out in 1991. Oh, <gasps> really? <laughs> if it came out in 90 or 92, then uh, we'd be disputing. That's right. Oh, man. I just went with another Russian guy. Fuck. Yeah, I got disputing. a whole theme going on. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah. All right, Andy. Uh, all right. Well, for me, um, my favorite thing about the early 90s was a little thing called New Jack Swing. And for, for me, one of the greatest New Jack Swing songs of all time is from one of the best R&B groups from all time. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're uh, like, like my homie Fresh Prince. We're, we're going on over to Philly. And we're checking out my boys to men. We're going Motown Philly boys to men. Back again. I literally almost took this um, because I knew you know. were going to take it. I was like, oh, yeah. do I do it? Like, no. I was, I, was, uh, I was worried about it. Like, I love Scenario so much. A Tribe's my favorite uh, rap group. But, like, Motown Philly, for me, is one of my favorite songs ever, so. So good. 
ABC, the East Coast family. It really is. It's another one of those songs that just, you got to bounce to it, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's like, to me, like, this song is 30 years old. You can still put it on for any, like, you know, my, I've got a niece and nephew. One's in, a freshman. One's in, like, the seventh grade. I can put this on and they could rock to it. That's right. And, you know, boys to men don't get enough credit for being the original boy. Well, not the original boy band, but, like, they're the ones that started that whole 90s boy band craze. And they don't get the credit they deserve for that. That's right. You know. But, yeah, man. uh, New Jack Swing, one of my favorite things. And this is one of the best New Jack Swing songs of all time. Hell, yeah. Hot fire. Damn, son. Well, and that uh, also, Andy, I think uh, if I my Wikipedia brain works right, that song came out in 1991. Boom! Holy shit. Damn. Dude, you're two for two. I know. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? <laughs> uh, hey, Drew. You're up. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with a song that revolutionized rock music as we knew it for the 90s so give me smells like teen spirit yeah oh this is a fire ass start we got one of the best hip-hop songs one of the best new jack slash r&b songs one of the best rock songs james you got a lot of pressure on you for pick four actually i don't even have to do anything i can just like pick anything i want because you guys already got everything covered that's true. What am I going to do, like, the best country song? <laughs> I mean, yeah. did Monday Night Football come out in 1991? <laughs> <laughs> All of my friends. I mean, but, like, this song, like, there really is, it's one of those songs that, like, there is before and after. And it is a clear shift. Like, to me, yeah. the, the 80s were, all, like, encompassed 90. This, like, this song started the 90s. Yeah. I think definitively, like at least for Absolutely. me, because I, I, I lived in nowhere, bumfuck Michigan, and I heard this song. Yeah, like, I did not hear Scenario in '91. That wasn't that wasn't on the local channel by me, but this was, and my sister was playing this song over and over and over again. So, I mean, it's it's absolutely iconic. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I just remember too, like watching it on MTV. Like even then, it was like a big deal of like. Like I remember, I feel like it was like a big event, like the debut of the video. But I think I you're. Know, I think you're right. Well, like what I remember, obviously, is is the album cover. That's 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 what I remember the most vividly. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Andy. Maybe. But, you know that that kid sued Nirvana. I, I, yeah. Like yeah. just recently, the kid that was. That was uh, pictured on and the he cover. He remembers baby dicks. That's all he remembers. Look, man, like the first time you see a baby dick that's not your own, like it's gonna it's gonna be something that just stays in your head. And that was the first time for me. You know, I bet on you, an album cover, Andy. I bet you you share that first time baby dick with a lot of America. I think I, so. Yeah, I bet you 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 it's in America. Like, ha, ha, that kid's yeah. naked. Wait a second. <laughs> This is uncomfortable. Uh, you and the rest of America have a lot to talk about because I think you guys have a lot in common. I think Specifically, so that baby dick 
Yeah. I think so. Let's say yeah. baby dick some more. <laughs> uh, baby dick. Well, shit. You know what? You know what I got to do? call James that. <laughs> it's all right. It fits. I know. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I think and I know that what I have to do here is some Michael Jackson, black or white. Damn it. Ooh. That was my next pick. I mean, we just got to hear that opening song. It's not Macaulay, I don't think, on the album, but it is in the music video. I, mean, you know? I remember this being debuted on like network TV. I remember mm-hmm. yeah. this, this was a big event. This was yeah, huge, was. dude. That Dangerous album was like my whole life in 1991. Yeah, and Dangerous is considered a New Jack album. So, like... Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, the wow. top-selling New Jack album of all time. You ready for this? I love that part. That's like... I love this little skit in the front of this. Yeah, with the little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, on the album, this skit sucks compared to the actual... Like, the Macaulay and... uh Norm from Cheers acting it out right. in the video. Yeah. And I mean, I carry over from the last song. Um, this song, that video was marred by controversy because um, grabbing dick. Oh, yeah. Like, at the end of it, like, grabs his crotch and he screams and he breaks windows. And that's the power of his dick. I thought, I, I honestly. would get in trouble later for grabbing a baby dick. What's going to go there, but thank you. Whoa, toddler dick. Um, Man. There's a difference. Allegedly. Uh, we really, yeah, allegedly. We really found a theme for this episode, didn't we? Boom <laughs> <laughs> uh, screams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think uh, for the top four, this is about as clear cut as the top four as it could get. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would say so. I uh, I feel good about this. And there, I mean, there are still plenty of heavy hitters. Like the 90s, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, sure. as a deep bench. A deep, deep bench. Hell, yeah. I went to dig them in high school. Deep bench. That's Ben. <laughs> I think um, I, I... Are we doing, uh, um, you know, whatever rules? Uh, nuclear. We never game. said. Yeah, we never We're doing said nuclear. No, we never said nuclear, did we? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, I mean, no, we can I don't all think... agree and make the decision now if you want, but I don't think we need to. Okay, all right, cool. We cool, could cool. go nuclear because I don't think anybody is really going to pick the same another song from the same artist, but maybe who knows? But you shut your mouth, whore. Oh, okay. That's... All right, I'm right. back up. <laughs> <sighs> okay, no, I, I guess we. I guess we could. I don't. The draft pot explodes. <laughs> Here we go. Um, this is probably my favorite. Well, this is one of uh, my favorite rap songs ever. And it's definitely my favorite rap song from 1991. Most definitely. Most definitely. And that's not even a reference because most def has nothing to do with this. But... I'm going naughty by nature OPP. Mm. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, so, and I, I took a Michael Jackson song and then a Michael the Jackson sample. You see that P shit? Is, 
The second P is debatable. Yeah, it's not that simple. Yeah. I feel like... Again, the last P, well, up. that's not that simple. It's sort of like, a well, another way to call a cat a kitten. There's five little letters that I'm missing here. All right, Pussy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's not with... Oh, penis. Penis is five as well. Uh, so, you want to know I, about? Then you call up and it's a girlfriend or a cousin's like, ass? I don't know if anybody can hear this, but uh, <laughs> middle age or uh, middle age, a uh, young white kid in the middle of nowhere, Ohio. Yeah. Yep. Like this song was very like, I feel like this kicked open the door for even hip hop because it. it was it got such news That's coverage fair. and everything yeah. like that that I feel like this was like a big thing, dude. Yeah, because I remember that conversation in second grade. Oh, yeah. What does what does that? What's mean? the other P? Yeah. Do you know like another, another thing? And they'd be like, "It's property," and I'm like, "No, it ain't." <laughs> another. Another. I learned this word last week. <laughs> another important thing to think about about this song is that this song is super progressive for the time because the fact that it's other people's pussy and then the song flips to a female's perspective, other people's yeah. penis in the same fucking song. Nor Like in this day and age, even in this day and age, if you have a song like this, that has some kind of like one sex opinion, usually mm-hmm. you don't hear the other sex opinion until a female rapper or somebody makes their own version of it. That's true. You know, but in this song, they're like, you know what? We need to get both perspectives. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Not even nature. Sure. Well-known feminists. Hell yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tretch, so, porn I'm, star. I'm still waiting for that walk, you know? Yep. Well, I was going to say WAP. It could still be wild-ass penis. <laughs> That's right. Drew, you're back up. I think you got to go with cock. I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Whack. Whack. Whack to the whack. Damn, that was going to be my pick. Uh, I should have paid attention. WAP um, was going to be your pick? That came out like last year, like one year ago. Whack, whack. That's some wet ass cock. <laughs> <laughs> you've uh, like that's not the first time you said that. That's <laughs> today. Uh, shit. Damn, dude! I really whack, okay. whack, yeah. whack. Willie's average cock. Speaking of Willie, DJ Jazzy Jeffs. Jeff and the Fresh Prince put out a little song called Summertime. Oh, shit. That's a big one. Okay. I thought I had it on my list. That is not my... No. Uh, Yeah, that's my pick. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's a great song, but that's not a song I'm going with, so... I'm actually going with Travis Tritt. Um, Here's why. (laughs) Dude, you know, like, I put... that guy? As a... As I'm going through, I put songs in my little in my uh, little playlist that I make on Apple Music. But sometimes Apple Music doesn't accept the song into the playlist. I go back and it ain't there. You know what I mean? I know for a fact I put this song in the playlist. That's all right. I got you. Summer, I got summer, summer time. Oh no, I got I just it. Sit I'm back just saying. No I'm annoyed. I'm blocking you. Like no, yeah, I'm sorry. You can't hear the song. <laughs> Black. The fucking beat of this song, too. My God, I love it. 
the shit high feels pitch. sunny, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it does. This this is straight. This is su- this is summertime in music form. It, it really is. I would say that this is one of the flow that he has on this is some of his best. Like, I would, it's honestly like it just to me it's the, the most natural. Like, he's, he's still good, but like like I could close your eyes and think like, oh, that's not the Fresh Prince. That is just another awesome MC. I agree with that's that. Fair. Too. That's fair. I agree with that. Really know what it was. Damn, nice pick, Drew. <clears throat> Love it. Thanks, guys. You did so good. Now, what's right. Andy gonna pick? I am super excited. Oh, um, oh, he's super excited, everybody. Yeah, for a second time. Like yeah, I, I just love 1991 so fucking much. I really do. Um. So yeah, I gotta go with. It's kind of, it like again, it's it's like New Jack, more into the rap as opposed to New Jack more into the R and B from the Boys to Men. So I'm going Heavy D and the Boys. Now that we found love. Oh shit! This is a great fucking song. Yep, I definitely have this on that little playlist I made. Fuck yeah, you do. But yes, oh, oh, Teddy Riley produced. That's how you dance to it, too. Don't give us the style of rap anymore. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of things about 1991 that, it, like, they just don't make music like this anymore. Mm-mm. You know? But I love, yeah, I love the hip-hop where you could dance to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. like it was, like, dance music. But hip hop at the same time, hundred percent, dude. I love it. And Heavy D was smooth as shit, man. Go, gotta love Heavy D and the boys. He he does not get the respect that I believe he should as a, you know, a, a big influence in early nineties hip hop. Dude, I was such a big fan of like big guy rappers back then, because I was like super into like the Fat Boys too, uh, Biz Marquee. Uh, there was a lot of like big MCs and they like actually like came out like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it was marketed to you and shit like that. Yeah. You know? Biggie, so, Fat Joe. But like even before that. Yeah. Like, but yeah, Heavy Day, Heavy Day was badass, man. Fat Samuel. <laughs> Large Thomas. That's another one. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I fucking love Large Thomas. Oh, man. Charlie the Chungus. <laughs> oh, uh, the man. Chungus Humongous. Yeah, I know that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Ben. Oh, shit. Uh, this, is, uh, this makes me excited. Now I have back-to-back. Because I feel like, again, this is already a great playlist. That, And there's just so much left. But I, I want to scoop this one up, even though I'm going again. 
you know, I grew up in very, very white bread America. And so this, this album and this song was very predominant in my little town that is made lots of meth, lots of meth. <laughs> um, love meth, love fucking meth. You know, Woo! Yeah. Not, not tried it myself, but you know, um, I'm going to go with enter Sandman. Mm. Oh, Metallica. take my hand. The black album. Just, and it's iconic. It's absolutely that's, iconic. Um, Do I believe it's, yes. Uh-oh. I was going to say that's what, what I was going to pick also. It was. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was throwing a, I was trying to throw you off the scent with a na- name and another song off that album. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Sa- Enter Sandman's definitely the biggest one. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great album. It's the first Metallica song I heard for sure. And it's, if uh, BJ and Harmony are listening, um, it, the great one of the greatest lines, parts of Josie and the Pussycats, a movie that I know they both love, is that the band du jour, they, they, their plane goes down, and Seth Green's the only person that lived. They crash land into a Metallica concert. I'm like, how did you make it out? It's like, I was the only one who knew all the words to enter Sandman. <laughs> it's, but, I mean, this, this song, like, I just, I love it, and I, I would say that I would I I like their earlier stuff before this, but I mean still a f- solid album. See, I was a uh, Inner Sandman was like probably the only Metallica song that I listened to back then, but I, I was like a I was non Metallica fan, big time. I hated Metallica, and and it was really only because and I talk I've talked about it multiple fucking times on the on the podcast but the drummer for metallica is a fucking dickhead you say shit fuck yeah. lars Ulrich. yeah, yeah lars Ulrich is a shithead son of a bitch i don't like that guy at all i downloaded Napster on my teacher's computer in high school just to just say fuck you to lars Ulrich. my dad <laughs> worked at the high school and i got in big trouble so oh shit see oh wow yeah. 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 Like he wasn't. I was gonna say. Yeah. Like he hadn't made enough money off of Metallica at that point. Get the fuck out of here, Lars. I don't know about all the Lars shit because I just don't know that no. much about it. But here, this let me, was definitely let me do one this. Of the first heavy metal songs where I would have pillow fights um, and sleep over with friends. This is the type of shit that you just play and you just fucking dive off the couch and yeah. do like a swanton dive and shit. Like, this was the song that you played to start bucking and throwing pillows at your boy's head, you know? Yeah. I drank so much Mountain Dew to this song and Surge. <laughs> yeah. See, it wasn't even the Napster thing with me with Lars. That was just, like, icing on the already shitty cake. But, like, he they used to have this show on VH1. I can't remember the name of it, but it was four chairs, and they would have one guest uh, host and it would be like a famous person guest hosting and they'd have three other famous people and the the one guest host would be there all week but then they'd have three different celebrity guests each day throughout the week and i remember watching the series of episodes with Lars Ulrich hosting it and he was so cocky and so condescending to everybody on that dais it drive it drove me so insane every i I wish I could even find the show to go back to it because Are like you sure that just wasn't his annoying voice. It wasn't that it was it was him being a fucking dick. And he was just a fucking like the whole time I was watching, I was like, who the fuck 
who in their right mind thought that Lars Ulrich should be sitting in that fucking host chair? Because he was like, like if I was a guest, if I was one of the other people that was on while he was hosting, I would have been fucking pissed. I'm going to call bullshit. There's no way you were nine and knew the word dais. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't call it that. I probably said <laughs> panel. <laughs> uh, he was cultured as fuck. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I, I can honestly say I didn't learn the word dais until like the first the first comedy, comedy roast. roast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Same. Which same. Like yeah. Drew Carey, I want to say. Well, the reason I probably didn't listen to Metallica in 91 is because I was, like, a little Christian boy afraid of my own shadow. So I probably, like, thought they were the devil or some shit back then. But once I got out of that mindset, then I realized Lars Ulrich is is just a dickhead, and that's why I hated him. You know, it's November, and it's, um, you know, some people are doing No Nut November. I'm doing More Nut November. But also it's No Nuance November. And here's my No Nuance take. Yeah. People hate on Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr is way better, more influential than Lars Ulrich will ever be. And the motherfucker got away with Octopus Garden. <laughs> I agree with that. Ringo Starr is a million times better than Lars Ulrich. Plus he Ulrich. had a Pizza Hut commercial, so. Yeah. And he's he's going to be the last Beatle standing. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Was, you think uh, McCarty dies first? Plus oh. he was on Thomas the Tank Engine, you know? Respect. Like, there's that new show coming out where Peter Jackson got all like 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 70 hours of footage, and that motherfucker looks bored in every single frame I've seen so far. <laughs> uh, all, all right, right. all right, um, Ben, you're to, you're back up. So to go in a completely opposite direction, um, this song I again was aware of it. I, it was a big controversy in my very Christian little town, but I also there's something about this song that I absolutely loved as a kid. And it only it took me a while to figure out why, and it ties into a lot of the music that I love now because it's one of the first times on popular radio you heard a mandolin. And so, oh. give me "Losing My Religion" by REM. Oh, oh right. shit! It's nice I mean, period of sleep. It's such like a amazing song. The video is profound, but it's just like this song is like. It's beautiful, and like his invitation is just awesome, and it just—I automatically am transported to lots of thoughts about religion and deep conversations I've had with with people in my life, and it just—it's a great fucking song, and it also shares—and I don't know if anyone's going to pick this one. I'll say it. it. Also shares an album with shiny happy people, yeah. which is a big fucking dichotomy between the two. You know, this is one of the, as I was doing research for this, this is one of the songs I listened to and I thought, you know, they don't make music like they used to. Like, this specifically. That's like, like, and they don't, like, like this is not a, a style of music you're going to hear on any kind of popular radio. And like, I think the closest we got a couple years ago when, like, like you know, Mumford and & Son and the Lumineers, like, they got kind of big. But I went away quickly. But yeah, yeah REM is great. Hell yeah! I dude. knew this song was big when uh, Skilo's the Burger song, um, you know, sampled this, and uh, <clears throat> Jay Z's Heaven from Magna Carter, Holy Grail, um, sampled this as well. So yeah, when you show up on Jay Z and Skilo's uh, albums, you know, that's when you, that's when right. you made it. Yeah, mainly Skilo. 
Ski loves the burger song. Uh, Michael Stipe was like, I did not feel like I accomplished anything in my life. But then Ski you know, mission accomplished, had a banner behind him. I'm going to blow your mind, though. The burger song with Ski when I heard that, then I started like listening to Losing My Religion because Ski introduced me to it. Oh, shit. I'm sure, like, there are a number of people that have listened to other genres of music and other songs they would never have done because of sample. Oh, um, yeah, that's actually 100%. sure. Yeah, no doubt. So, we'll get into that on Biff Radio. So as long as, I mean, well, I'll let Andy go, but I'm I'm about to do the opposite where a sample brought me into a song. So Okay. Oh, shit. All right. right, So um, give us a sample before Drew's sample. This is exciting again. Um, I guess I'm just going to keep saying that. Um, This is one of the first songs that I remember hearing and like feeling like I wasn't supposed to be hearing it and giggling, but being super fucking into the song. Okay. I'm talking about Color Me Bad's. I want to sex you up. Oh, shit. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 I actually heard this. Like, I, it had to be like 91 or 92. And it came out and like, like, I was just like, I fucking loved this song and I giggled to it. And then because they were saying they want to sex him up, you know, I thought that was so funny as a kid. I love dude. I love that. And it's New Jack. So, yeah. I love that. Ooh. I fucking love that. I think it's that chorus. Like that like that background vocals you just don't yeah. in like like any like oh it's fucking great. But it, it, like you, you you listen to that like in any of the songs on the album, you know, oh that's from the early 90s. Like it just it's yeah, very much Absolutely. This is the type of period piece I can fuck with. <laughs> uh, or fuck too. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, man. We've all been there. First time. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody even... What? Andy's Why having just bring this up. Andy's like... having a podcast with himself. I think yeah. <laughs> yeah. a podcast within a podcast. Uh, uh, I'm just going to start doing a Biff Radio during this podcast. Like, just go, like James will do a, a flow and tell, and like just uh, yeah. individual podcast within the podcast. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Fuck oh. you, Andy. Uh, that's funny though. Yeah. All right, Drew. <laughs> you're up, Drew. Drew, you're up. Follow that, Drew. We're both, so, you know we've all been there, Drew. These are the benefits <laughs> of yeah. It tastes like pennies. Um, these <laughs> are the benefits <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> this is the benefit oh, of having older brothers who would steal tapes from Kmart and put them in their sweatpants. Shout out to the and, bloody windmill. Um. <laughs> But going back to what we were just talking about with sampling, this was a song that I was like, I this may this has to be one of the earliest samples of a song that I remember like as prevalent in a song as this. And it was 
this is going to be the Instagram video. <laughs> so everybody can see what Andy was just doing. <laughs> um, no. Um, you had my interest. But, he just, now you have my attention. He just yeah. pantomimed a whole scene while Drew was talking. Like, yeah. it was a whole bloody messy scene. Uh, anyway, I'm t- the, the, the sample is Duke of Earl. And Cypress Hill stamped it on Hand on the Pump. Do, 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 do. Oh, I fucking love it. Okay. But yeah, uh, I, like you said, you know, samples probably sent, but this was like a song like my dad listened to, you know, like, and I was like, whoa, but that's not the song. So what's the sample? You'll hear it. Duke of Earl. Well, it's in there now, but. Does it start? Should... Oh, I hear. That's pretty good. I like that. Hell yeah. I've never heard that before. Oh, man. Shout out my boy Randy from fourth grade who introduced me to Cypress Hill. What's up, Randy? What up, Randy? Cypress Hill was, like, legit one of my favorites. Yeah, I like Cypress Hill, too, actually. Especially for somebody who didn't smoke weed till he was 30. Yeah. Hey, spoiler alert. Yeah. In 23 (laughs) years when we do that 30. (laughs) Listen, we do 2000. 13 <laughs> 2043 when we're still podcasting <laughs> and Ben's still coming on for our 30th anniversary mixtape. Uh, uh, I, I think we'll still be doing it. We're still going to be doing it. Yeah, and we we still have yet we'll have yet to do our favorite movie draft. Oh man. We'll yeah. represent Queen. She was raised out of Brooklyn. That's right. I got to I got to pick my this is like my uh my dance song like andy's been talking okay. about like dancing songs this whole time this song you dance to but best way to dance to this song is when you're on a pair of quads you know what i mean oh uh-oh. like a fucking is this, is this the same song i have four wheeler or you're talking about quad skating CNC yeah. music motherfucking factory, bitch. Yeah, you're definitely talking about the skating rink. The skating fucking rink. Shit. There's actually, you know, I almost want to pick their other hit song from back in 91, but like, I, feel ya. I don't know, this one just seems to encapsulate them a little bit more, but the other one is like, that's the one that makes you think, hmm, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's the one that makes you think, like, mm, I don't know. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, I said, oh, I think things that make you go, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Things that are like, that make you go, what? <laughs> you know? 
like that. You know what I mean? At this point, we might as well go nuclear since everybody's throwing out other fucking stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, then how could how could just uh, uh, how could I just kill a man? Was going to be my Cypress pick. Uh, no, don't don't do that. Well, oh, I thought we were. No, we didn't. Nobody agrees with that. Once again, we need to stop following Drew's lead. Ah, I'll follow you any day, Drew. All right. Flip my Thanks, phone earlier today. Following your lead. This, this is just a man. Shout out to the municipal. All right, so I'm back up. I'm like right back up. Yeah, man, get on it. And I don't really have like a rock, like a rock and roll song. So I need like some rock and roll. I was into some rock and roll. Save your soul. Back then. I'm really interested in what you're going to pick as far as rock and roll. He's going to be like, this is the hardest rock I listened to back then. (laughs) Uh, Harry Manilow, motherfuckers. (laughs) I'll probably go. Here we go. I know what I'm going to do. Shout out to my boy, John Tesh, Round Ball Rock, NBA on NBC. That was a deep fucking pull. That was was impressive. (laughs) Fucking John Tesh. I got yep. two, I got two of them in my mind, but I'm gonna go with one, and I'm gonna save the other one for honorable mentions because I'm pretty sure you guys will not pick the other one either. So here we go. I'm going Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Give it away now. Give it away. Give it away. Give oh, it away. Now. That was ninety one. Ninety one, yeah. bitch. Yeah. yeah, that was that album was loaded. Love yeah. Sugar Sex Magic. Hell yeah. I don't give a shit. They're one of my favorite rock bands ever. Oh, I love these guys. I fucking yeah, love them. Give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away. And the video for this song too is like when he's all silver. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I actually like them better when they, like, later years too. Yeah, me. I, the like, Chili Peppers. Like they had that music video where they're on a roller coaster or some shit. Well, even after oh, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Like this stuff, I like. But, like, everything after, like, Californication, like, I really enjoy that stuff, too. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Chili Peppers had longevity. RHCP slaps, man. Yeah. I think I mean, so. I, I, another hot take. I think Californication is a perfect album. I don't think there's a, a single skip on that entire album. Mm. For, and the, right. I mean, the first five tracks are pound yeah. for pound some of the, the best starting to an album in the last you know what it is it's please bass is what it is well like it's like also the rap feel to it but the funk the funk yeah funk that's the, the bass that's fleas that's yeah, flea man. like fleas back there yeah, just fucking strumming like strumming the bass you know like and rick rubin flapping a bass rick rubin was producing <laughs> yeah, that's the shit. like yeah you don't strum a bass man, <laughs> man. slap it a bass <laughs> yeah you gotta slap it a bass man it really was though. It was in the video. He's like, bada, bada, bada. I know, man. Flea, yeah, man. Watching Flea play the the bass guitar is like, is like watching. Fucking underrated, man. Yeah. I'm. You know, I think I'm gonna. I think we're gonna pick two. Two. I would say the two greatest bass players of all time in this draft. We already picked one, Flea. We did. We did pick one. All right. And uh, we took Drew, the best back deep up. voice pick in the next all one? of. Well, you know Singing. what? I'll just go with it right now. Oh, just shit. do it then. Oh shit! Jerry was a lace, race car driver by Primus. Oh, oh shit! Whoa. That's Claypool. Fuck yeah! I actually fucking like that. I know that one. 
Great well, they song. they used to have some banger ass album covers. Primus. Yeah. This uh this this song comes thanks thanks to the man we all knew as Big Tim, <laughs> and it was my my buddy's Tim's dad, so he was Big Tim. Um, he was in a local band, and because of him, I knew of Primus because he was a fucking weird pothead, and he always listened to weird shit like this. So. Just reminds me of like at my dad's house in the summer. He had cable, and I would we'd stay up late and watch MTV, and he'd get real fucking weird. Like this is yeah. this is that. Yeah. This is the same yeah. band that does the South Park theme song, right? Yeah. And my name is Mud. Yeah. Damn. Listen to that funk, Andy. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Imagine Flea and this dude fucking battling bases back and forth. Just <laughs> slapping it together. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a video out there of that. Oh, just, man. Like, a battle of I'm them gonna, just slapping it. I hope there's somebody spraying oil on them as they're slapping the base. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like it's spraying off like a fucking oh, yeah. man. A slow motion. Event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Have like. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Ben. Well, if you got like Les Claypool, Flea, and Bootsy Collins, yeah, fucking mm. room, there you go. Like, that's a base circle jerk that I want to be a part of. Yeah, mm. have like that high. I want to sp- be the donut. Have that high speed three hundred sixty degree camera deal going, and just like yeah. watch. You know, I don't Ooh, know. Cock I don't know me you with your base. <laughs> Boo, cock me with your base. That is a that's a draft. Can we go back to baby. That's a drop now? right there. Whoever is whoever is like has the Wikipedia of all the Andyisms. Go ahead and enshrine that motherfucker on the wall. That's a T-shirt. Can you please get that T-shirt. Yeah. Boo, cock me with that base. Uh, oh, that's gonna be a hat. Uh, all right, Andy. Boo, cock oh, us with fuck, that base. It's me. All right. Uh, I got like do it at this point. Do I just go full New Jack? I mean, uh, that seems to be what your plan was. Are you going to beat up a child who pretends to be older and make him bleed? Is that what you're going to be the full New Jack, or are we going different kind of New Jack? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, different New Jack. Uh, You know what, though, I am going to switch it up, and I'm going to go to one of the greatest diss tracks of all time. And you were talking that new Jack. So let me go this route and uh, give me ice cubes. No Vaseline. Oh, shit. Yeah. This was this was kind of hard because. This is like an album. That like all together is just solid, but it was real. like I could not find a good like nothing stands out, I guess. Right. Like on death certificate, I I hear you. It's a, it's yeah. like a overall good. This is why yeah. I picked this one because this no Vaseline was like the first, not the first one, but it took diss tracks to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. From like say the bridge is over from like MC Shan and like all that shit. Um, no Vaseline was fuck. <laughs>
So he's dissing the NWA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I, I've never so, heard. I just want to point out Damn. that notice none of us sang. Yeah. We don't know Mm-mm. that song. Nope. No. Yeah. Sing. <laughs> that song. <laughs> that's not, no, he, no, he uh, not for us. Us four, yeah. especially. All right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. We're the whites he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Living with Whitey. <laughs> but yeah, this shit. Oh, my goodness. No Vaseline yeah. went so hard. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, it. without any Vaseline. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Kids. Use lubrication when you masturbate. Uh, or uh, don't. Whatever. Get wild, man. Yeah. I, Burn her up. I'm I'm a dry guy. Oh yeah, god. I don't right. want no dry guy. So bad. Diana King. Ben, back to you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, a, we'll get into we'll get into it more on this week's Biff Radio. <laughs> yep, that's a guy. We really strong really to whack too. That's it. Yeah. Uh, we really get into it. Deep. The draft pod where you'll hear, I'm a dry guy. Now back to our guest. <laughs> and now back to our guest. That's oh, wow. the first time mercy, that I, mercy, mercy. masturbating in fun to me. That's, uh, <laughs> my wedding was a weird thing. Um, RIP, Dad. Uh, okay, uh, so, <laughs> this actually works out well. Um, so, I'm good because, again, the back to back picks, I feel like I can I can do this. So again, reference the fact that like my dad had cable, and there was a show on either uh, MTV or VH1. It was like all the sexy songs, uh, sexy uh-huh. videos, and this one was always on there. And uh, it definitely at in 1998 or not 1991. Like I was still young, but like you know, the beast was stirring, if you will. Uh-huh. In '98, you really got what they yeah, were the saying. Beat, oh, about, yeah. Yeah. That is a year just you know gone. Um, so we're gonna go with "I Touch Myself" uh, by the Divinals. That's I, a perfect segue. Listen to that. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a professional, but uh, like this song, it's like yeah. it's. I knew where he was going. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't hurt to like. Also, I don't know the person's name we're singing from the vials. Hot. Like, very attractive. Oh, yeah. And it's... And, like, I think there was a conspiracy theory for a while that that was just a model lip syncing. It was like a Millie Vanilli situation. But oh, nope. Really? It, it, that was that was her. That was her. And, uh... Huh. And I salute you. Whoever, whoever you are, which... I, I don't know your name. <laughs> yeah, that... This is my uh, karaoke go-to right here. That's Selena Gomez song from a couple years ago like i feel like it like it was a lot like this generation this song where it's like oh what was it how the fuck did they it was something about touching herself or something like that too um i think hers my hands to myself that's oh that that was gonna say but it was so like the way she can keep my hands to myself yeah Shout out to me and Ben. Uh, just our songs, if you read them in order, it's it's uh, what Drew does nightly, you know what I'm saying? I touch myself, no Vaseline. <laughs> uh, Jerry was a That's race right. car driver. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's a hidden message in every draft pod. Uh, <laughs> every single one. Uh, it's like the Da Vinci Code. 
Go back and listen to them all, folks. When I hear this song, I touch myself. Maybe make music. If it's splendid or it blows, so raven, so shady. Or a condom would never hear that song. Three babies were just conceived. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Yep. Three million babies were just spilled onto a towel. <laughs> uh, a towel. You yeah, gotta paint was, the wall, man. I was busy. <laughs> Guys, I I gotta tell you something. Speaking of towels, I might have to put old glory to bed. Oh no! What did it shatter into a million pieces? <laughs> the P one thousand. You know, you know that, that uh, what was it? Baby blue, it's the Seinfeld shirt, or the what was his? The one shirt he always washed. It was always the first one he wore when he got out of the. Oh, I don't remember. But it like, yeah. oh, it's it's kind of that. It's kind of it's starting to deteriorate. It's fucking oh Sodom and Gomorrah. Wait, do you wash it? Yeah, I wash it. Oh, kind of sick. Fuck, wouldn't wash a cum towel? I thought you just collect. <laughs> I thought you were a collector. I misjudged you. Uh, <laughs> Saving this one. <laughs> Special memories. Ben, did you know when you came on, we were going to be talking about 1991 songs and jizzing the whole time? <laughs> you know, I've known you guys for a little while now, and I've listened to the podcast, so I had a fair, yeah, uh, reasonable I, assumption that, yes, that jizz was going to come up at some point. Yeah. That is true. I keep thinking that this is a surprise to people, but I guess this is just <laughs> us. I don't know. Maybe I'm... To be fair, we were on our best behavior, like, kind of for a little while so we're back baby what you guys got yeah what do you guys, guys got, got for this week oh uh, so like this past weekend my my two best friends that i've known since the fourth grade they came down from michigan they had not seen my house yet and i had not seen them since 2019 and so my wife was off at a bachelorette party so uh, Friday, I was a bachelor, which I did. I, hold on to your hats. This is how crazy it got. I'm ready. <laughs> I ordered a salad from Uber Eats, and I watched SmackDown, and then I played video games until midnight, and then I was sleepy, and I went to bed. Oh, my God. That sounds like the best fucking day of all time. Fucking wild, man. Nice. It was pretty, pretty close nice. to my entire bachelor existence, to be honest with you. <laughs> It was a great fucking salad. It was a barbecue chicken salad. It was good. Okay, uh, all right. It's not yeah. like a salad salad. We're good then. We're oh, back. Yeah, but that, yeah. Like, and I drowned it in ranch. So like, no, no. Yeah. Like, I, I destroyed any nutritional value of it. But like, I felt better saying I had a salad. Yeah. Um. But then like, they they came down and we shut them the house and then we we I took them to a comic book shop, my my local comic book shop, and then we ate a lot of food. I took them to look at this really good chocolate place here in town called Mally's. Went down to Great Lakes Brewery and had Christmas ale and pretzels and cheese. And then we went and had more food at a great barbecue shop that also has moonshine. And then we bought moonshine and we drank moonshine. And then the things get a little fuzzy. Okay. Um, but I do know we ended the night watching Tombstone and Trading Places. 
Nice. Nice. And then next morning we got up and we went to a very, very greasy spoon and had steaks and eggs. And uh, then they uh, headed back home. Nice. That's awesome, man. If, yeah. if you don't mind, what what's the local comic book shop? Oh, it is. Oh, man. It, it is. Uh, hold on. I got to. My brain is fuzzy right now. So they opened up during COVID, and they're fan- they're fantastic. They're a little bit mad at me because like I didn't go and pick up my my uh, my poll. It is Superscript Comics and Games. It's on Madison Avenue here in the fabulous Lakewood, Ohio. Uh, and you can get them sort of the stuff online. But what's nice about them is they are extremely super knowledgeable, and like they will give you any kind of recommendation. If you're like, oh, I like this comic, I like this storyline, this kind of character, they'll have five different recommendations. And they will, they're just super, all, they're, they're super nice. It's a husband and wife and their best friend. And it's it's great. They're hopefully expanding soon. And they actually even got me back into like Magic the Gathering cards. And they were able to like, here's the pack you should get. Not like the $500 pack. Get this to start off with. So support, nice. okay. support your local right. comic book shop, folks. Titan yeah, Comics, Bradenton, Florida. Go buy shit from our boy Ty. He's yeah. been on the podcast. Um, yeah. Love him. He's given yeah. us work the last year. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go with uh, mine. I saw a dope-ass movie that I somehow missed that came out during the summer. And... I just missed it. And it's a Steven Soderbergh movie um, called No Sudden Move. And it's a crime thriller. That shit was amazing. Uh, Don Cheadle, Benicio Del Toro, David Harbour, John Hamm, uh, Brendan Fraser, Kieran Culkin. It's just like Ray Liotta, like so many fucking people in it. Um, Yeah. Who would have thought the catalytic converter would be so interesting? Yeah. Yeah. But that movie... That was fucking great. I, I I loved it. I loved the way it was shot. Uh, Don Cheadle was like superstar of the movie for me. Just, uh, I don't know, like it was uh, set in the 50s, um, but in color, of course. Um, and uh, like it was just beautifully shot. Uh, I liked the way he was talking. Um, you know, yeah, it was good. <laughs> Do you think all these timepiece movies are in black and white? I mean, if they are, I'm not interested. <laughs> You're like you. You had to like, yeah. They don't make black and white movies. I mean, they do, but they don't. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man. Like, I'm not interested in Little Women, but No Sudden Move all fucking day. Yeah, that was good. Hell that yeah. whole that whole scene. <sighs> In the like in the house in the beginning, yes, super fucking tense. Like I, it was really good. Well, and like they kept you just guessing the entire time. Like, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like in terms of like where things were going, yeah, because everybody seemed like they were in control, but realistically, you had no idea who was actually kind of in control of things. But like. And that's because not one person was in control of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, they, it was just really well done. What? Where Where do you watch it? Like, was it? Uh, like, HBO Max. HBO Max. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. Um, 
I watched a I watched a movie called Hypnotic on Netflix, and it's a horror movie, and um, it was good. But I will say that I was like I was making fun of the dialogue up until the twist. But once the twist happened, it got me. It like pulled me in, and then I was with the movie, you know, for the second half of it. Like the first half, I was still with it, but I was making fun of it at the same time. So like, yeah. If that's I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that, but yeah, I get that. Like yeah. some movies, you're like you're you're engaged enough to not turn it off, but yeah, oh, exactly. I've been there. Yeah, it's more. It's probably more of like a time filler movie because of that. But the whole idea is that uh, this chick needs help getting over a miscarriage, so she goes to a hypnotist, and the hypnotist ends up implanting like these trigger phrases in her brain. And I guess he's doing that with like a bunch of people and he's basically building this army of people that he can trigger whenever he wants to do things that he wants. Oh, to do. shit. So like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool idea. And that's like, yeah, hell yeah. So no, 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 check it out. But the other thing, the other thing I thought I wanted to say was that I'm really enjoying watching the NBA again. I haven't, oh, fuck yeah. I haven't been into like, uh, basketball since probably the 90s like 91 probably Recording not just stopped oh shit well wow. drew's, drew's like fuck this he didn't want to hear <laughs> drew's he's like, like fuck the basketball NBA. talk about <laughs> uh but yeah ba- you know basically like have you guys ever seen bowl bowl play basketball yeah, yeah, on the yeah. denver nuggets yes. yes i do because he plays for the yeah dude that yeah, motherfucker is seven foot two minute bowl son andy you're right Seven foot two, and he's just lobbing threes. Yeah, dude, fucking wild. I like, I, I, I watch a lot of yeah. the games, and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, he made it. Oh shit! Like, yeah. Can you imagine someone seven two and is a fucking sniper? That's terrifying. It's it's insane, a, it's insane the skill level. Um, I I tell this to people all the time because people will be like, oh, the '90s, like basketball at its peak and everything like that. And I tell people this all the time. The 90s had more superstars because of just how we made them out to be as celebrities and larger than life. And the internet wasn't like big time and all this stuff. And so the 90s had more like superstars. But in terms of skill, there's no more skilled time in basketball than right now. Yeah. Like, it's it's ridiculous. That like the guy that you're saying is a bum on the end of the bench. He's going up and putting 60 on you at the Y. Right. Recording in progress. Oh, I guess. It's funny how people are going to hear, like, the recording failed, but then the recording started again, but yet they're going to be listening to all the in-between. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Future is wild. Andy, I, Um, I agree with everything you're saying, and that's Bull Bulls playing, like, it got me to go online and buy this card because I was just wow. Wanted, you I got wanted, a bowl bowl card. Yeah, I wanted to have it, and he uh, was dude. The dude is so impressive to watch. So, also, I love, love the uh, NBA city. Every year they have the city jerseys, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and this this year's uh, Nuggets jersey again, a little biased, but it's bringing back kind of the old elements of the of the late eighties, early nineties. The blue with the rainbow and the like, fucking awesome and, uh, but yeah, like, I like I'm I've got into it. Like I like this year, like every year of the last couple of years, I've like the Nuggets are winning the the NBA title, 
know, they're probably not going to. But like, like it's nice to say that. It's nice to like that they're in the yeah. conversation, and we have the reigning league MVP. So that's nice. That's right. Oh, Nikolai yeah. Jokic. I was just telling Joker. I was just telling Andy the other day about the Orlando Magic City jersey that looks so badass. I can't wait for that thing to drop. Yeah, all of so, them are fantastic. Yeah, um, it's good shit. Hell yeah, dude. But yeah, the NBA. Drew, you're still muted if you're trying to talk. FYI. And uh, I guess that doesn't... Am I... No, you're back. You're back. Oh. You're back. Why? Now you're gone. You totally froze now. Yeah. <laughs> They're right when the first word you say. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Am I? Uh. Yeah, no, you're good. Well, I... <laughs> and there it goes. Maybe he was going to say, well, I still ain't listening to basketball talk. And then he <laughs> hung up again. Uh, uh, but yeah. Now we're going to break down the uh, G League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Talk about some Ignite basketball. Um, well, I think yeah. I, I think Drew got his uh, she, Raven and Sheedy out. And uh, so, I mean, I think we can probably exit this. Oh, this is about his rags, right? Rags to riches story? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we Recording can probably... stopped. Yeah, we can get out of here and just let Ben do his pick. And then... Because Drew's, Drew's like two things away. So yep. he, he doesn't have to be part of this. You know? I mean, we can do it with or without him, right? Ben, you just want to be Drew now? Pick, so I picked for Drew? No, I mean, just like... From now and forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Drew's out, you're in. <laughs> You've got masks on. You've got Luchador masks, so he's got Luchador masks. Exactly. Good enough for me. It works. I feel like, I feel like now those turn into my sex dungeon masks. So, uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, El Santo and La Sombra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. The Umbra. That's La, La Sombra is a... Is that what you said, La Sombra? Yeah, yeah, La Sombra. So that, yeah, Andrade. Oh, I see. Okay. Yep. Shout Andrade. out to Umbra, man. Real good soccer gear in their early 90s. <laughs> uh, I will <laughs> take your word for it on that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you got? Umbas. Um, so my, my, uh, yeah, so my next pick. Um, hold on, shit. I, so... You know what? I I think I've got to do it, even though you know, like I, this was already on my list. But and I recording think, in progress. Right, it is in progress. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and snipe another song off this album because it's fucking amazing, and to me, it's also quintessential to this year and to the '90s. Give me "Under the Bridge" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh shit! Oh, more RHCP. We did get a, a double. I mean, like it's just such a. That's an incredible song, and especially of this time. Like, I love it when they're at their funkiest, their hardest. They're, but like, there's something so beautiful in Anthony Kiedis's singing that, like, that pain comes through really clearly. And I think like there was what I was I I loved behind the music. I wish they did more of these. And I, it was like they're talking about like how. You know, in the video where he's like, you know, running, he's like, yeah, I'm a little bit older. My skin's a little bit looser. Like, and it just, but I'm still, the, you know, that guy who is, you know, fight like a brave. Um, and just like it's, the music was so raw. And they talk about like the recording up in the Hollywood Hills with Rick Rubin. And if you can watch it, it's, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Watch that behind the music. But this song is just like, I, 
lots of like lots of very very deep memories with, with friends that are no longer with me that about this song so uh yeah it's a great yeah. song i love the the kind of juxtaposition of this song like where it's like this right now and then i like that let's jump to that a little bit you ready here i'm ready there it is. Take me to the place I love. Take me all away. And I never want to feel like I did that day. Take me to the place Man, I don't want to stop the song. I just want to ignore the clock. Shit. All right. Oh, man. Banger. <laughs> certified banger all right andy you're back uh okay um let's finish this bitch out sweet um and let's go with the man that uh liked the tweet uh that i i posted of some artwork i did of him back in 91 and i'm talking about my homie hammer and I got to get too legit to quit. Oh, shit. Did this come out in 91? I 91. thought it was 90. I thought we picked it on the year before. Did we? Stat boy. Stat boy. Let's see here. Because I didn't. If this had popped up when I was researching, I would have totally fucking. Released picked. on October 29th, 1991. Damn, son. Boom. Wild. What album is it? What's the album? Is it Pray? The, no. Uh, no. Is it Please yeah. Hammer Don't Hurt Me? It's, no, that was 90. No, that was 90. Yeah. Which album was this on? Pray was 90. Also. Uh, I think this much. So maybe the single came out oh, I and guess, it was recorded ahead? I guess the album Too Legit to Quit came out in 91. There you go. The actual album. The album is called... I didn't even realize the album was called Too Legit to Quit. Yeah. I think that's just a single, though. No, I think no. it was a The whole album. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. I'm looking yep. right at it. Shirtless with the overalls. Uh, yep, I remember that thing. Yeah, I do, too. I actually borrowed this album... From a girl in third grade, Alyssa, and I ended up breaking the tape. I borrowed a tape from her. I ended up breaking it, and then I had to like do a bunch of chores and shit to get enough money to buy her a new one. <laughs> you had to burn so many homeless people. <laughs> yeah, you had to burn like fourteen homeless. So many, people. yeah, yeah, just so she can enjoy the songs. Of a homeless pe- person being burned. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I the did. reason I, I think about this is ninety one too is I think about like Dion in Atlanta, like Hammer was showing up to the Falcons games, and it was like Dion uh, with the Falcons and Hammer showing up and too legit to quit. Like shit was fire, man. It was a whole movement, and I loved it. Oh yeah, Drew. Well. First, because my internet sucks, I didn't get to give off my Raven, and that is a Netflix movie called The Harder They Fall. 
Uh, it's a Western, surprisingly not in sepia tone. It's, it's weird, I know, Andy. But uh, <laughs> it stars like Idris Elba, Jonathan Majors, Regina King. It's oh, wow. fucking great. So, Hell yeah, I'll uh, check that out. What's it called? Uh, the Harder They Fall. The Harder, the they, harder fall. they Fall. Got it. So with that, I have one pick left. And I swear I picked one out, but now I don't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, I do. Look, guys, we're in November. Yep. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yep. That's and nice. it's been raining. Yep. Give me some November rain. Give me fucking one of the coolest things ever. Slash just fucking those fucking swooping crane shots and helicopter yeah. shots in front of the chapel. Woo! I believe I called it Spread Michaels or something. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, I did. We did it. <laughs> yeah. I really fucked up. <laughs> Uh, on a previous podcast we did about music videos or something. The ghost of Slash, who's not dead, is going to come haunt you. It's going to be real bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 both come out in 91? Yeah, the same day. Did they really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they. I mean, this is... You talk about like a fucking... And I think both were like double albums. I don't remember. Like, it was... That's crazy. You know, I, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure, but I feel like there were a lot of songs on those two. Oh, albums. dude, there are. Use Use Your Illusion. I have two songs written down from Use Your Illusion too. Yeah. I feel like the gap between the, like this and Chinese Democracy. Maybe they should have held on to a couple. Maybe they should have like you know. <laughs> let's let's, let's say well, that's. I mean, that's the thing though is they had them right like. They just like we're like no we're not done with it. It's like fucking Dre and his the detox or whatever album. Oh god, yeah, the one that was he just kept muddling away until garbage. That's fucking crazy though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is it's fucking. There's crazy. like five songs you could five or six songs you could pick off of these two albums. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. And they were just dropping like crazy amount of money on music videos for everything. Yeah. <laughs> like they were filming them like with full movie people, like spending so much damn money. Oh my goodness. There is a song on this that I'm not going to say it, but I had a, I remember the argument with one of my best friends about that. No, it wasn't their song. It was a cover of a song from a very famous band. Yeah. And like him screaming, like, no, no, it was Guns N' Roses. Like, motherfucking no, no, it wasn't. It was like, that I didn't, like, also, dig out the, the records from my mom's collection. It was also a song of a movie, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. They went on a 28-month-long tour. So I guess you need to drop that many albums if you're going to go on tour for 28 months. It's a lot of drugs. Uh, So here we go. I'm on my pick now. And since we're done with all the Red Hot or all the uh, Guns N' Roses fact fact talk, uh, and I now my pick is nearly gone. I have to pick right now. What you guys are talking over is the most beautiful song ever recorded in the history of music. 
And I that's, think we're going back to back weeks. Why did I say that before? No, but I think this is something we talked about last week. It has connections to. Well, maybe. I don't know, though. But the fact is, is that this song, and actually this album is like a highly acclaimed fucking album, my friends, highly acclaimed. And this song, when it comes on, it makes me want to cry, weep even. And I love it so much, and it's the most beautiful song ever put to album. I don't know. Pressed to something? (laughs) Album. Yeah. Oh, this isn't what I thought. It's Bonnie Raitt, I Can't Make You Love Me. Wow. This is the most incredible, beautiful fucking song I've ever heard in my whole life. I'm going to stop this timer because we're going to just listen to this shit for a second. Dude, I'll be at work. I'll be standing in a fucking manufacturing department with machines going fucking eh, fucking slamming and fucking banging and I'll just be fucking standing at my machine with headphones on belting this song full but volume you will respect me yeah in a machine <laughs> shop just screaming this fucking song here in the dark yeah, I know this one. These final hours, Let me ask you this, James. In 1991, who was this song about? It was, I don't know. Maybe me? I don't know. Oh. What's it about? Wait, she was into a nine-year-old James? I don't know. No, I'm wondering, like, when he heard it, who did it remind him of when he was nine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I probably didn't hear this song when I was nine. I mean, let's 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 just name names. Nine years old. Who were y'all crushing on? Uh, shout out to on. Darlene. It's either Brie Faulkner or I'll say her full name, Brie Faulkner. <laughs> Darlene Bryan. What's up? There you go. That's right. Um, Kendra Renette. My yes. first kiss. There you go. I think mine would have been Megan Nottemaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's oh a she was, she certainly is a nut maker, isn't she? <laughs> certainly, oh, so many nuts made <laughs> over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna go ahead and make sure we tag her in this one. Um. <laughs> oh shit! Now look up old Darlene. I haven't seen her since the fourth grade, you know? The fourth? What happened to her? <laughs> I moved to Florida. Oh. From North Carolina. Make your heart feel something it won't. But I got some movement in my pants. Is, I'm telling you guys, is this not the most beautiful song that you've ever had in your ears? I mean, it's probably second to Careless Whisper. Singing, I want to shoot over the top of it. Songs that made you cry. Songs <laughs> that touched your life. For 1995, you can get a two-disc set of songs that made you cry. This is, uh, that was, that's exactly what this would be. Yeah, man. Songs like, I can't make you... <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Funny enough, yeah. I have another song from this album from her. Uh, my mom and dad are, are huge Bonnie Raitt fans. Uh, my dad's loved her ever since she was um, on the Last Waltz, the the band's last show. She was there and she was on stage, and like from there, like I was in like the late seventies. Like, yeah, like, I grew up with Bonnie Raitt in my house. So it's a great song. It's a great fun song. Some good That's awesome. songs. I like it. I like it. We'll have to do some cry songs, man. Dude. Oh, I could definitely do some cry songs. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I suggest. Honestly, like, I feel like there's also different, like, you'd have to specify what kind of cry. Right. Like, rainbow connection cry or, like, you know, like, that spoon song cry. Yeah, I don't think you have to specify. I think if you cry, you cry. Like, if you laughed until you cried, it's the same thing. What's that song like about like kids and spoons and shit? Cats in the cradle. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You nailed it. Is that a cry song? Kids and so. spoons. Yeah, man. I I would think more like uh like um Ben got me. Maybe like wrecking ball. Like that's a cry song. Yeah. Is it? By, by Miley yeah. Cyrus. Yeah. That's a cry song. Yeah. Okay, this is a good topic. Fuck yeah, that's a cry song. Because apparently cry songs are all over the place. I mean, like, I mean, like, like the video, like, look, like her, like the emotion she's like putting out in that video. Okay, I can get, I can buy that. I, I, I retract. I, I retract okay. my, 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 my. That's a. I don't see that. Well, I mean, it's also like this. So that's a good song if you're crying while singing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a good song to sing through the cry. Yeah. Yeah, mm. that's true. Okay. It's almost an empowering song. Oh, shit. You know roll it. I've had, like I said, I've had different types of cries, so. I hear you. All right. I'm going I'm to Courtney roll. We'll say, okay. we'll, let's shelve this cry talk. We're going to do a draft cry songs, and we're going to fucking debate about it. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do, All right. in six months on Biff Radio, we're going to do a songs we're unthankful for, and it's going to be crying. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, first oh, off, man. number one, honorable. I'm going to take Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Good, Good vibrations. vibrations. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Great yeah, music video, too. Beach Boys cover. That's right. Oh, fuck, man. And that's like the <laughs> one time black and white's okay. Uh, that's uh, then I'm going to take Brian Adams, Everything I Do. I that's do it I that's a cry song. for you. That's a cry song. That's why I thought we were going back-to-back weeks. You know, yeah. uh, Brian Adams. Oh, does, yeah, I mentioned it, didn't I? Brian Adams does not have the most beautiful song ever. Shut put up. To yes, al- he does. Ever put to album. No. Yeah. Definitely not. And then finally, for my final uh, third one that's final, I'm going to go with. Okay, I said I'd save her for later, so here we go. Rhinoceros by Smashing Pumpkins. I had that too. I don't know that one. That's a good song. You want to hear it? You want to hear a little bit of it? Yeah, give me, give me some Smash Pump. Here's a little, just a little. I'll give you a little taste of it. Here we go. Yeah. Look at Ben over there, looking like a smashing pumpkin. If I was British. <laughs> okay. Pretty good, huh? You be smashing pumps, Ben? Oh, I love Smash. I saw them in concert. Actually, just uh, twenty. That's the last concert that I saw. Twenty nineteen was Smashing Pumpkins. 
I I like Smashing Pumpkins. They're they're a band kind of like Guns N' Roses that I I can't listen to a bunch in a row because I like Billy Corgan's voice, but after a while it just gets it overwhelms. Yeah, I just can't stop listening to 1979 to move on to the next song. It's a, that's a great fucking song. Like yeah, I like to try to mimic Billy Corgan's voice, and I and like I always do like that, you know. Hey, I'm James, and I'd like to smash a pump. No, I don't do it like that. Oh, okay. It's like this. You know, you like you gotta go like get your you gotta get your throat like like that. Yeah, you gotta get your esophagus yeah. wet. Right. It's funny. Um, the episode of Lollapalooza on The Simpsons. That that show that episode is so old. Billy Corgan had hair. <laughs> <laughs> Cypress Hill, we're looking in your direction. Oh, all right. Who we got next? Drew's up. Um. Well, let's go with Temple of the Dog. Hunger Strike. Because it mixes two of the picks that I want to pick, but I can just put them in one. So, okay, noise, noise, noise. I don't know that one either. Yeah, you do. <clears throat> Maybe I'm going hungry. That's a good song. Actually, I'm going hungry. I don't oh. mind stealing bread. I don't know any better than Chris Chris uh, Cornell. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of those songs where, like everyone like you've heard it and you could gun to your head could never like same yeah. thing with like low for the longest time couldn't pull cracker until like my wife was a big fan of him could just couldn't do it. Andy, you never heard this? It's Pearl Jam and Soundgarden together. Like This song is huge. Was it? Yes. I have no idea. It was, it was some of that Seattle shit for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Never heard this of it. It would have been like John Lennon and Mick Jagger throwing out a song. Exactly. Yeah. Um, here's one I thought James was going with earlier because he was talking about being on quads. So I'm going to go with a roller skating jam named Saturday by De La Soul. Nice. And lastly, shout out to KA, Tom Petty, Into the Great Wide Open. Dude, I had that written. I almost took that. Do kids roller skate now? I guess, like, Wes, if you're listening, is cash roller skating? Is that that a thing? I don't don't think kids roller skate. I think they should. Cash probably does to be. That checks out. Like he probably has the Fisher Price ones you just slide over your shoes. Oh man, yeah. I had those. That's just you think tight. we'll ever like see the return of aggressive inline? <laughs> I hope so, because I would love uh, you know, to see a second version of you know what movie. Airborne. <laughs> You're damn right. Fucking a. I yeah, yeah, dude. Like fucking blades. I want people to put blades back because i i really feel the need to strap blades back on and get moving so i feel that i feel that 
That's I'm probably going to need to go. I know what somebody's though. getting for Christmas. That's true talk. Oh, <laughs> you can rip the streets up. It's blades, homie. Dude, I used to love bladed. I used to fuck. I used to wake up in the morning just to strap my blades on and I'd only go to yeah. sleep to not only take my blades off to go to sleep. Uh, it's a different kind of cutting. I know. Are you in a blades game? <laughs> is this what happened? Like, roaming the streets? Like, uh, I used to be. Like, I used to be. I used to be big in the blades. Oh, I used to blade yeah. it up. Now he just blades his cocaine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, already. Uh, uh, all right, the one that I'm going to uh, play a little bit of is I'm Dreaming by Christopher Williams, another New Jack class. Ick. So uh, you can set that one up. I'm Dreaming. Christopher Williams, shit's fire. Um, next one I'm gonna go with. Thanks, is, I, can, I can set it up. Thanks. Uh, high five. I like the way. In parentheses, the kissing game, shit's fire. Um, and the last one I'll go with is um, another new Jack classic. Uh, Come and talk to me by Jodeci. So I want mostly all new Jack uh, with a little Vaseline. Actually, no Vaseline. <laughs> what was the second honorable you took? Uh, high five. I like the way in parentheses the kissing game. Yeah, that was a lot of typing. I'm still mystified how Andy hadn't heard Hunger Well, Andy only listened to New Jack back then, apparently. <laughs> no, I listened to other stuff. Can you imagine if Eddie Vedder and Chris Cornell had put out a New Jack Swing song? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Can't find a better man. <laughs> Can't find a... <laughs> uh, oh, I want that so bad. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right, all right ben. ben. All right. Well, funny enough, we didn't even touch the fact that Penn came out in 1991. And so I, 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 I would be remiss if I didn't take one of the songs. And it really is a hard one to go with. But I'm going to go with the upbeat um, feel-good song of the summer, uh, Jeremy. <laughs> so, oh, I love that one. I, yeah. had, I had a live but I also had a Soundgarden song, so that's why I took Temple of the Dog. Yeah, and I, so I mean, I like, can, I mean, could it yeah. go black? I mean, like, it's a great fucking album. Yeah. But like, I, I mean, Jeremy is just—it's so powerful. He's absolutely so powerful. That's really the first song that I remember hearing. And like, obviously, like I didn't, you know, understand the words until like I, I saw the video. I'm like, oh fuck! But yeah, so that is uh, there. Um, gonna have to go with uh, a movie that came out, a soundtrack that came out that year. Uh, would be uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventures, God Give Rock and Roll to You by Kiss, a live Ooh. version of. Oh. Uh, big shout out to like my, my my best friend Paul. Like he loves that song, loves Kiss, and like I just I can't think of like that movie or see that movie without thinking about. Uh, you know, when we met, like I think a couple of months after we met in fourth grade, we watched that movie like back to back to back to back, and then. Um, 
You have to go with EMF. Unbelievable. Oh, okay. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, and like, there's, no! there's a, just a <laughs> deep fucking bench. There are songs like on there that like I had something to talk about because again, like Bonnie Raitt, like that's, but there's also uh, Life is a Highway by Tom Cochran. Oh. I literally wrote my, high, I spoke at my high school graduation. I wrote my speech based on that fucking song. Oh, damn. I love that that's, fucking that's, song. See, Ben did that, and I did a breakdown of, of Tupac's I Wonder Why They Call You Bitch. So, <laughs> How far did you get into the speech before the snipers hit? Like, <laughs> No, no, mine was in English class, and I did the whole thing, and my teacher was badass. And she was like, she's like, yeah, like, I like where, like, the language is a little aggressive, but I like where Andy's going and thinking outside of the box. If we're gonna do that. I wish you would have done hit him up and like, but like dramatically. Like, yeah. first off, fuck your click. <laughs> like making aggressive eye contact. I can see that from a young yeah. Andy. I did. I did do it all proper. It was hilarious. There was something that. Oh, you know what I fucking missed. Damn it me fuck it didn't go into the fucking playlist here you missed ben after these long six months about without him on the show yeah that's what i missed did you miss vaseline (laughs) no dude i had there was a country song you guys guys really lube up every single time there was a country song dick skin is very very sensitive and that is not a place where you want to get chafing and or a uh, infection. As I told people before, dicks are tough. Like, think about it. Look I at feel your like thigh. Ben, you're going a little aggressive, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Ben, look at your thigh. If you're, by, if you're getting an infection. Well, no, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> oh, I feel like I need to defend myself. <laughs> Hold on. Um, I am just saying. He's out there with a fucking cheese grater. I've got needs, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I take my feelings out on my penis. No, um, I taught sex ed for a while, and like it is recommended that like you use lubrication, uh, because that friction, um, you rip your skin off. Yeah, it's all good. Like Mm. Kevin Smith, like Kevin Smith, the first night he was with his now wife. They were, you know, fucking yeah. grinding, and she groaned, you know, like a zipper into his dick because, like, one, going hard, but also it's a very sensitive area. Yeah. Ask Andy I'm about chafing. Eating my meat, beating the operative word. I've che- I've chafed. Yeah. You remember A cups? <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> It was a swift move on. That was a... Uh, look at Andy. He's red. He's bright red. He remembers A-Cups. He remembers. I, I think that's somewhere in the archives. It definitely is. Sure. It definitely is. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that finds that reference. I think it's on a quick draft. Because that's usually when we get pretty personal. So. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> well... Does that drop steals? Yeah. No, fuck it. We're good. You're locked in? <laughs> I don't even know. Ben, do you have a steal still? I do. I've not oh, used yeah. I, I'm holding on to that motherfucker, and uh, I will hold on to it until I need it and or sell to the highest bidder. Oh, man. Oh, I mean, so. I'm in negotiations with Wes. It's, it, it's 
<laughs> it's a lot, but you know, nothing can get done. Well, shit. To, I was going to say, if you need to bid in, uh, yeah. when, when scrumps on again, I can take something from them. I was going to say that uh, if you <laughs> felt like giving it away for free or whatever, you know, I'll take it. It's up to you though. You know, but I'm always here, my friend. Well, apparently I, you know, masturbate my penis a little too aggressively. So if someone <laughs> wants to help me out in that department and show me the tender loving that you all have cornered the market in, you know, I got pretty soft hands. I mean, they're little, but they're soft. <laughs> uh, little hands are the best. Like a giant, so go yeah. for it. You know, yeah, make it look bigger. That's right. Well, <laughs> I guess here we go. We're locked in. Nobody wants to add drop. Nobody wants to do anything. No. The song that I was thinking of is Mark Cohen walking in Memphis. I love oh, that. that. I actually that love that song. Snaps. Yeah. Good yeah. one. Yeah. But anyways, here we go. These are our top picks for 1991 songs. This is Ben's team. Number one, a tribe called quest scenario. Number two, inner Sandman Metallica. Number three, REM losing my religion. Number four, divinals. I touch myself and number five, RHCP under the bridge. I touch myself under the bridge. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. For, for Andy's the hobos <laughs> for Andy's team. Drew, can you go light those hobos on fire? They're jerking off under the bridge. Uh, for Andy, hobo, hobo screams. Great <laughs> band name for like a metal band. Oh, is that yes. uh, no, bluegrass band. Bluegrass band. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. For Andy's team of 1991 songs, number one, Boys to Men, Motown, Philly, number two, Heavy D, and the Draft Pot Boys. Now that we've found love, what are we going to do? Number three, I Want to Sex You Up by Color Me Bad. I wrote CMB, and I was I, I was blanking on what Color Me, <laughs> what CMB stood for. Number I four. My thing froze again no, i was like I, I froze yes, money bitch in complete <laughs> fear of my own acronym number four ice cube no vaseline and number five mc hammer too legit to quit two of the hardest rappers back to back <laughs> and for drew's team of best 1991 songs number one nirvana smells like teen spirit number two dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince summertime number three cypress hill and on the pump, number four, Primus, Jerry was a race car driver. And number five, Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusion. Oh, that's not Use Your Illusion. It's November Rain. But we were talking Use Your Illusion, and I wrote that down. <laughs> I'm like one of those guys. Isn't that silly, the way that happens? <laughs> I'm one of those like uh, reporters I can't think on the fly, so I just read whatever's on the prompter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> One of those reporters. Yeah, one of yeah. those types of guys. One of those Ron Burgundy types. There you go. For James's team of best 1991 songs, number one, Michael Jackson, Black or White. Number two, Naughty by Nature, OPP. Number three, CNC Music Factory, The Sweaty One. Number four, RHCP, Give It Away. And number five, Bonnie Raitt, the most beautiful song ever recorded, I Can't Make You Love Me. But you will respect me. <laughs> that's the that's the twenty twenty one like follow up song. Bangers, yeah. uh, man. Certified bangers. That was uh that was a whole lot of fun. Yeah, that was a solid draft. Yeah. Those I are mean, le- those are legit. See a songs. Friday. 
Yeah. Stay cool.